Well, hello. What's up, everybody? It's your pal, Val, and welcome to this week's episode. I'm your host, Val, and I'm very excited to be here today for our third episode. We, in fact, are going to have a special guest. Um, I will not reveal her yet, but I'm going to just briefly introduce our episode um, by saying that we're kind of in the segment of the podcast where I want to bring people on, interview, as you all know, anyone who wants to reach out to me and come on the podcast, you are more than welcome. We have a hefty schedule coming up in the next couple of weeks, so please stay listening because I think that you're going to enjoy the conversations that will be had. Um, one thing I do want to mention is that I am recording here on the Fairfield University's campus, and we are seeming to be experiencing some technical difficulties today with power outages and whatnot, so um, I just want to make it known that I am recording this episode and I am working to upload it to something like Spotify or a listening platform. Um, so if in the event that the Wi-Fi goes out or you're not able to hear me, do not worry. We are experiencing some difficulties over here on my end and eventually this episode will be available for you to re-listen. Um, so... Hello. Welcome again. Thank you all for tuning in. My old listeners who have been here since, you know, episode one, I really appreciate you. And anyone who's come along since then, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. So today I am going to be introducing our special guest, but before we do so, we are going to play a couple of songs that she has asked me to play because they, for some reason, um, really... Uh, define her as a person and she wants you know this to be her introduction into the show and I figured hey you know it's a radio show and we can make that happen so I am going to start out by playing a song and it's called Volcanic Love by the Aces and full disclosure I personally haven't even listened to this all the way through myself so this is going to be a listening journey for all of us if you haven't heard the first one so here we go
All right. And thank you very much, Emma, for that suggestion. And Mary, thank you so much for coming in and helping me out because turns out um, I did not have the volume up on my computer. So, yay. That was probably my problem last week and this week. No, it was me. I broke the system. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, anyway, that was the song Volcanic Love by the Aces. I had not listened to it all the way through before, but I must say I enjoyed it and um, I appreciate the opportunity to listen to it. So now... That we're here, we can finally introduce our guest, who is Emma Ferrara. No, Ferrara. I keep saying it wrong. Ferrara. You pronounce it both ways. It's. I just <laughs> accept it at this point. No, that's awesome. So, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to your pal Val. It's your first episode. Um, Thank you. We on the show are very excited to have you. And um, why don't you just give yourself a brief introduction? Like, who are you? Where are you from? Very kind of like a brief intro. Okay. Um, obviously, my name is Emma Ferrara. I'm from Long Island, New York. Originally from Westchester. I lived in Westchester for 16 years of my life. And now I'm back in Long Island. So I live in, like, the Garden City area, Nassau County, for anyone listening that knows the area. Maybe Madison is. I don't know. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I'm... Yeah, that's me. All right, cool. (laughs) Um, so... I'm not going to ask you to describe yourself in a few words because I feel like that's weird and awkward. So describe your current mood. Um, I'm extremely tired. I was up until 2 o'clock. No. No, that's wrong. I was up until 3.30. Um, I finished a paper at around 2, 2 a.m. And is it not working? No, it is. <laughs> I'm trying to adjust it so it's a little closer. Okay. okay. I finished a paper at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. and walked all the way back from the library. So... It's been a fun night. I got barely four hours of sleep, but you know what? I run on barely any sleep anyways, like all the time. So that's the life of a college student. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So basically tired. Yeah. Like very tired, but keeping going as much as I can. Good to know. All right. So here's a, a positive spin. What are you most excited about at the moment? Ooh. Okay. This is going to sound really stupid. <laughs> But um, one of my favorite things ever, and once again, it's going to sound like gibberish to everyone because no one understands any of the the things that I like to an extent. But um, I'm a D&D nerd, so there is a... Can we elaborate that's Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons. e-gaming, e-sports, right? No, it's it's a tabletop role-playing game. Okay. it's been around since the 80s. Oh, my gosh. Like, Ready Player One? Yeah. Like, have you have you seen Stranger Things? No. Okay. So, people who have seen Stranger Things know that, like, D&D ties into really, like, the entire show. Okay. Like, the plot of the show, it really comes in towards the most recent season. Season four? S- yes. And they're only coming back for one more, right? Yeah, season five, and then they're done. But wow. um, D&D, okay. it's a tabletop role-playing game. It's been around since the 80s. Like, the stick? The joystick, nothing. I'm no, trying. I'm, no, I'm trying to relate no, no, no. this to what okay, I know so, from Ready Player One. No, so <laughs> it's literally does not involve like any kind of electronics at all, unless you're using D and D Beyond for recording purposes, for like recording your character stuff. And, okay, like, like for campaign. streaming online. Yeah, um, but you roll dice the whole time, and, like dice decide your fate, and mm. that's really it. You make a character sheet. Right out. Oh, so this characters. is like completely not even electronic. Like. No, it's all oh. on paper. Wow. And you have the dungeon master who literally controls everything that happens in the game. Mm-hmm. 
but you decide what your character does and how your character approaches the problems that they come across. Okay. So dice basically control the entire thing. Wait, so if I'm, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong scene. And again, my limited, my very limited knowledge of these topics, which I'm trying to like mm-hmm. understand them better. And hopefully my audience is kind of like coming from the same spot. And like, mm-hmm. they're not like that. You're an idiot too. <laughs> but you know what? Whatever. So like, you know, like the first scene when they're like at the school and then like in the basement, there's like that dragon thing. Wait, seen, in, do you know Ready Player One? Or maybe this is just... Because if you don't, that makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, no, I know. I know Ready Player One. I've seen Ready Player so, One. So, like, the first time he gets the key or whatever. Oh, no, girl, no. It's That's not, different. It, it might be. It was like an arcade game. I don't remember it. It might okay. be. I'm okay. not 100%. But if you've seen Stranger Things, you'd probably know okay. D&D. I'm sure a lot of our listeners probably do. I'm just not one of those yeah. cultured people. So, <laughs> my favorite... So, you're excited because D&D... My favorite D&D group, um, they're part of a company called Critical Role. It's a group of voice actors that all sit and play D&D together on Thursday nights. So if you've seen me, like, facing my phone on a Thursday night (laughs) in the lounge somewhere. Which I have. That's basically what what I'm watching. Okay, Um, good to know. It's a four and a half hour stream. They do every Thursday, except the last Thursday of the month. And they just play. And they had each, like, group of D&D sessions that, like, tell a story all together. They're called campaigns. So Critical Role's second campaign that ended last year is coming back for a two-shot. And it's, like, two sessions that they're doing all together. And it's, like, over 11 hours of playing that they're doing all together. So I'm... That's literally so, what's keeping me going. Well, that's wonderful that you have that, and that's exciting, and maybe, you know, kind of getting into that realm. People are basically just rolling dice. Yeah. So it's easy to understand. For if you get into the game and, like, you learn, you have to learn everything. Okay. okay. But basically, like, the basic of it is dice controls everything. Okay. Well, I'm glad that to hear that you're excited about that because oftentimes, you know, like movie releases, TV shows, X, Y, yeah. like, that always, like, kind of, like, makes you excited and helps you get through, like, wow, this, you know. I don't know. Characters, fiction, they mm-hmm. can really just be a part of real life and, and make it worthwhile mm-hmm. in times when it's really tough. Okay, so basically, this we're, we don't really have a theme for this episode because if you know anything about Emma, it's that <laughs> she's indecisive. And, oh my God. Um, and we're kind of like, we know she wants to be on the show because obviously who wouldn't want to be on your pal Val, right? right. Mm-hmm, uh, that's mm-hmm. what I tell myself. Um, and just like in discussions with her about, you know, what she wants to talk about, she's like, I want to talk about everything but i also don't know what to talk about so what we kind of landed on is that music is the through line of this episode because you know what after all we are on a radio show and as much as i love to talk music (laughs) (laughs) you all know i do of course why wouldn't i like i have a talk show um but basically when i can get it working it's possible to play music on here so the way we kind of introduced you was with the song volcanic love by the aces not me checking that on my computer um so i think our listeners kind of want to know like why that song okay so the aces were a group and i can like it's a whole my music taste is literally like a whole pipeline back to the beginning of high like middle school beginning of high school and i'm into a lot of the same artists as i was beginning of high school But um, the Aces are a band that I discovered through one of my favorite YouTubers at the time back in 2018. 
she made a video with them. She's good friends with them and made a video about them. And I'm like, who the hell are the aces? <laughs> so um, their first album had come out a little like a few months before. So this video was it was kind of old, but it was a few months old. So I watched it. I was like, who are the aces? So their first album was called When My Heart Felt Volcanic. And they, it's, I think, I can't remember how many tracks are on it, but I decided to just shuffle the album. And the first song that came on was Bad Love and literally fell in love with the song. I remember I was on the train coming back from school and shuffled the album. Bad Love came on, fell in love with the song. Second was the song you just played, Volcanic Love, and it's my favorite song in the album. So this the album just itself means a lot to me because the Aces are my favorite band. And I met them in late 2021, in December. My best friend and I went to the concert together. So I'd, I'd been excited. Like, I'd been telling her for a while before, I'm, I think they're going to go on tour. Like, I'm, I think they're going to go on tour. I know they announced their next album, but I have a feeling... They're going to release the tour dates soon. And in March 2021, it was like a random night. I was on the couch on the phone with her. And I got in the text from one of my friends who also liked them at the time. Did you see the tour dates for the Aces? And I was like, I knew it. So went on, um, saw the date. It was at Webster Hall on December 9th. And I bought the VIP tickets immediately for me and my best like didn't even ask her bought two tickets on the spot and she was like yeah I'll go with you absolutely because my sister you have to be 16 to get into Webster Hall my sister wasn't 16 at the time but my best friend wanted to go and we both went together and she has a video somewhere she has a bunch of pictures of me like like they did a whole Q&A beforehand and I asked them a bunch of questions. <laughs> like you to were them, the like, Q and like the Q and oh yeah, like, I was up. the girl. I was the annoying <laughs> girl in that crowd that asked I could ten see that. questions. Yeah, I had been waiting for that moment for like was it twenty twenty one? So three years. Yeah, because we got yeah, high school twenty eighteen. Yeah, so yeah, so that was that was like a very very big moment for me. And I so mean, like now you can't not think of the song and then like oh, think of yeah. the experiences you have with it. And I didn't think they were going to play it because why wouldn't um, they play it? It's the title track well, of the album. Their second album had come out already. At that time like by the mm. time they went on tour, uh, their second album came out in July 2021 and the the tour was called Under My Influence Tour and that was the name of their album. Their second album was called Under My Influence. And um they had come out with it, and that was what the tour was for. Obviously, they were going to play some song, like older songs mm-hmm. that were very popular. I just didn't think they were going to play. Probably didn't want to be disappointed, and like even I though they, think they were going to play would. "Volcanic Love." Yeah, okay. But like I heard, I saw the light change because I remember in their first tour, I hadn't been able to go to their first tour. Um, I couldn't really get into any of the venues. Like I wasn't old enough to get into any mm-hmm. of the venues. But I remember the light change when I watched the shows on YouTube. And And you knew. And, like, the pink and the red came on. Mm -hmm. And, like, I immediately knew. I was in the front, and I was like, it's Volcanic Love. And they're like, no, it's not. Like, yes, it is. It's Volcanic Love. And 
all the girls around me were like, there's no way. Like, yes, it is. I'm telling you it is. And Crystal, the lead singer, she plays, like, her guitar. She could play the guitar, too, um, during this song with the guitarist. And I saw her bring out the guitar. I was like, I'm, I'm telling you it's Volcanic Love. I know exactly what song it is. And I heard the intro, and that was it. That was, like, <laughs> I have a video of me. Of them playing the intro as I'm like yelling in the background because <laughs> I can visualize. I have been this. waiting the way for that moment it. for so long, <laughs> and it happened. Yeah, I mean the fact that you even knew the lighting based off of like it really just shows how much you're into. into oh yeah, I, the aces. I yeah. love these girls. Yeah, like a lot. Yeah. So like, if you were gonna recommend this band to, I don't know. Well, first of all, who would you recommend it to? And second of all, what song or like, how, where would you start when you would get into them? So, okay. Hmm. Let me think. So they're they're most. Could it be popular. like, oh, I recommend it to everyone, or is it like it's more not niche? That I, okay, so not <laughs> to say that only the girls and the gays would get it, but <laughs> literally only the girls and the gays would get it because okay. it's three of them out of the four are gay, which is really funny. But um, they their first album was very not really targeted towards any specific audience mm-hmm. so it was just in general mm-hmm. just a bunch of songs about being in love with someone breakups like it it was a whole mix of things their second album was more targeted towards like like gay people like the girls and the gays because <laughs> they were very specific okay like the lead singer decided i remember when I watched the like their their mini documentary on YouTube of when they were writing this album. That was the big debate. Like, were there were they going to use like female pronouns for when they were singing about oh, okay. yeah. being in love with someone? Yeah, because three out of the four of them wanted to do it, and the fourth one wanted to do it too. They just yeah. they were all in fear of pushback from their record label mm. and just pushback from people in general. And when they came out with this album. And nobody, no, not really any of us, like in the fan base, expected them to do it. Mm. But they they went ahead and did it. And majority of their most popular tracks are on the second album. Because they went ahead and did what a lot of artists don't do. Mm-hmm. And pushed for something that was different. And they got more popular because of it and they got bigger venues and more fans and just they were able to do a lot more because of that one decision not to say that was the only thing like Mm -hmm. obviously the tracks were great but that decision in specific just it changed a lot for them as a group and they're one of like aside from another artist that I like who probably one of the only other artists that i know of that does it um yeah so like if this interests any of you listening i recommend you know from emma Mm -hmm. go check it out and so the second part of that would be like where would you start would you be like jump right to the second album first or you'd be like no "No." yeah start with their first uh, ep Mm -hmm. um their first ep is called i don't like being honest Mm -hmm. and one of my favorite one of my favorite aces songs because like in my top five um touch is on it and it's very like poppy like something of like their older music Mm -hmm. because there's a clear difference there's a lot of their tracks they've been together since 
think I was telling you this before. They've been together since um, Crystal and Elisa, um, the lead singer and the drummer, their sisters. Mm-hmm. Crystal was nine, Elisa was seven. Oh, wow. So, like, the whole, the aces, all of them? They've been together since they were, like, like little. So the, They started okay. when Crystal was ten. Wow. So okay. they've been playing together um, for years. And, yeah, there's something to be said for a band that has, like, all those members who yep. really know each other and vibe together. They're, and, they're just yeah. four best friends that were like, you know what, let's start a band. And that's literally how they've said it. Like, they were four best friends in Utah. We're like, you know what, let's start a band. And that was it. That was what they did. They put all of their unreleased, like, older, older albums from when they were, like, their te- they were in their teens mm-hmm. on YouTube. Oh, wow. So and, they have even more music. Oh, yeah. There's, okay. like, three EPs. Wow. Um, if you scroll through their YouTube channel, there's, mm-hmm. like, three EPs that are unreleased. Oh, wow. That's that's excellent because I'm yeah. thinking, like, you only hear two albums. And you're like, sometimes it's hard to kind of love yeah. somebody the way that you do just off of that mm-hmm. limited amount of tracks. Yeah. Um, so, wow. That's, that's really amazing. And, mm-hmm. you know, wow. Yeah. So, okay, obviously the Aces are not your only um, nope. music band that you listen to, whatever. They sound amazing, um, and I'm sure many people will go check them out. But I want to know, like, how would you describe, categorize your music taste? Like, could you put a label on it and package it up in a bow? Or you're like, no, it's just, oh God. There's, no, um, there's no method to the madness. Girl, no. It's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, all over the place. Um, I'm into a lot of alternative I have been since I was younger. Like, I've been listening. I grew up listening to alternative music. And that just led into, like, favorite bands in middle school. Like, I will, I will always make fun of myself for this. But I went through a middle school emo phase. <laughs> and I was a big Paramore fan. And I remember you telling me, like... I was the crazy one for not going through this middle school mm-hmm. emo phase, which I don't know. I, don't I know. thought it was just a universal thing. Like a lot of people <laughs> went through it, but apparently not. Um, I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe I'm the one who missed out. I really don't no, know. No, you're probably but. not. I'm probably just crazy. <laughs> no, no joke. I'm probably just insane. <laughs> no, I think everybody like goes through their own like phases and stages and whatnot. And I think like that, that's like the stereotypical, like, I don't know. I just, to me, it was like so stereotypical to the point where I didn't know it was real. And then I met you. <laughs> yeah. So I was into Paramore. MCR, 21 Pilots, mm-hmm. um, who else? Slipknot, um, Fall Out Boy, Green Day, like all those groups. That was middle school me. And then from there, I kind of faded out. And from then on, it all started like beginning of high school, like towards the, the end of middle school, beginning of high school for me, I had just... Um, found out I was moving to a Catholic school, so it was kind of like leaving all my friends behind that I had made and starting somewhere new. And that's kind of where, like, not to say that's where my music taste went, Mm -hmm. but from the beginning of high school, it was just one big pipeline. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting how you mentioned that because you're, like, it, you really see the origins of, like, middle school. And, like, everything before that was, like, I didn't – I was just listening mm-hmm. to music on the radio. Like, it wasn't my own personal mm-hmm. taste. And then you kind of, like, dove into something was, like, your entry point. Yeah. And then you really got to, like, what do I actually like? And mm-hmm. now you're, like – it just to me, you sound so solid and, like, oh, I love that. Or I, I know right away that this is just not for me. You're, like, add it to the Spotify mm-hmm. playlist, basically. It was just – there was um, – so I had – a bunch of artists like I think there were a couple I did stick with that I and that I stick that I've stuck with now 
that I did like in middle school. And literally from there, it was just one gigantic pipeline into my music taste now. Well, that's awesome. So you're kind of like you're all over the place, which I think is honestly like a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people would be like, oh, I'm just into like pop, country, mm-hmm. hip hop, like whatever. I think that a lot of people, there's di- across genres. And I think maybe the fact that you're on here can show that we need to normalize that and yeah. not be like, what's your favorite music genre? You know, like. Because when somebody asked me that, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. to say. Especially because music is so personal, too. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to kind of, I guess, categorize it. But the fact that there's so much out there kind of just like. And probably is an encouragement to all to go out there and look what what is yeah. out there because the mainstream you know radio station is just trying to like keep you listening it's not really trying to like you know i guess yeah. show you the world of what's really out there so yeah um okay so let's see what are you listening to the most right now Ooh. um taylor swift just had a new album <laughs> I think Midnight. I just have to say that okay the album itself there were a lot of good tracks on it mm-hmm. um underrated not a lot of people like are saying it's their favorite track but lavender haze mm. i really liked it wasn't the first song i listened lavender to i listened to haze. it was good sorry i listened, I listened to, to anti-hero first but i was okay. like you know what that was really good no you listened to the I beach shifted. one what's it called snow on the beach with lana del rey yes that listen- one i was a little disappointed about because and i know you listened I to like that lana, one first because we listened so- to it together at 11 59 and we were like oh okay like I, I couldn't really hear lana but it's fine. no one could no and one then could. i listened to anti-hero I was like, okay, that was good. And then I moved to, I was like, let me just start from the beginning. Yeah. And I moved to Lavender Haze. Like, this is my song in this album. Wait, when did you hear, were you listening to that, like, 12 a.m.? Or when did you hear about, like, the extra seven tracks? Was that? 3 a.m. That was her you 3 a.m. announcement. Oh, I stayed up. <laughs> She's like, spontaneous announcement at 3 a.m. Oh, okay. well, okay. now I have to stay up. Okay. So it's Midnight's 3 a.m. version. And the seven extra tracks came out. So she had the 13 original. And then the seven extra that came out. So... Midnight so, is 20 tracks altogether. So by the time that you were up at 3 a.m., you'd already listened to the initial 13. Yep. Okay. And then you you immediately listened to the rest of the seven tracks. Yep. And now you're considering Midnight's to be a 20-track album. Yes. Okay. I would say, yeah. So if you go on – I actually haven't looked at this, but if you go on to, um, like, Spotify, Apple Music, and you just look up Midnight's, which I'm literally doing right now, does it come up as 13 tracks or 20 Oh, it it's, does. It's Midnight's. I'm not sure anymore, but. It does come up as. Oh, okay. So I'm seeing here Midnight's 3 a.m. edition. Yeah. 20 tracks. That's that's all 20. And then okay. the original, just Midnight's, is the 13. Okay. Because, yes, yeah, because it was coming up as like the top result was the Midnight 3 a.m. edition. And so Midnight's. Okay. Mm hmm. All right, that's very interesting. Oh, well, then apparently this one has 14. I don't know. I'm very confused about all of this. Yeah. Taylor Swift has so many songs. <laughs> I'm uncultured. Um, I have many good friends who are, who are Swifties, and um, yeah. I appreciate them from afar, but I'm also like, <laughs> they're my songs that I'm into, but... She's I, not for everybody, Yeah, I get that, but I've been a Swiftie since day one, so <laughs> have to continue it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm a big fan of Country Taylor. I'm not gonna lie. And okay. That's just, that's just me. Um, and like her newer songs, some of them can be a bop, but like, I I, I haven't really listened to anything eh, extensively off of her last few albums. Yeah. So, and Midnight doesn't strike me as I don't know that I'm gonna be doing mm-hmm. that. So. But yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, thanks, Erin, because I just got a text from the... I'm trying to figure out a way to get listener engagement 
and I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, I want to know who's listening, what you guys are thinking, because I feel like if we can tap into what people are saying, then we'll be able to better talk to the masses and um, if I figure out a way to do that so I appreciate you know people who have my number and text me about it because that's helpful but then at the same time what if you don't what if we're expanding our audiences you know I'm not just gonna post my number all over the world I gotcha because I mean who wouldn't want to call me (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so I feel like we kind of answered this but what role does music take in your life like we could talk about like how big of a role like what like in your daily life what's your music routine if you have one it's so, I just I could start back like. <laughs> All right, let's talk about know. let's like, talk about today. Like, okay, today. Oh, and oh my gosh, thank you to oh my god, Alexa's listening. Is uh, she? Yes, yes. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Kylie. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Y'all Everyone's so sweet. Wow, I love you guys. All here. Thank you. I appreciate this. Um. So anyway, don't let it distract you. So Daily today, I just, I literally just shuffled. Okay, so there's another album that came out, Same Day as Midnight's, The Car, Arctic Monkeys. Yes, you were mentioning this. So I've been listening to that, too. Mm-hmm. I love Arctic Monkeys. I'm seeing them next year in September. So I'm very excited for that. But mm-hmm. I listened, I've been listening to The Car all day. Like, when I don't have classes and stuff, I've just been listening to it. Now, is The Car a group? No, Arctic Monkey. The car oh, is the, the song. I was going to say. I was no, the very... car is the album. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I'm very uncultured. Maybe no, I... You're good. I'm also... I want to make it known, like, I am also an atypical Gen Z. So typical <laughs> music that people know, I do not. So I can't tell the line between what is Emma. Like, Arctic Monkeys, I've heard of them before. The just complete fucked yeah. up pronunciation. But anyway... Um, <laughs> So I understand. And, you know, people like you are, you know, helping me Mm. dip my toes in the water. But are you like, okay, you know, you are trying to find new music. Is there something that you're like, I always listen to this song for like 10 years or I don't know. I'm I'm always open to listening to uh, new music. Mm -hmm. Usually I stick with, I would say a lot of the same artists, but like. Obviously, I'm a big Harry Styles fan. I <laughs> Obviously. Think all of you know that. I love Harry the Styles. The fact that you went to go see him, like, what was it, three times? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, I saw him. I saw him once by himself, and then I saw him at the One Direction concert in 2014. Oh, for some reason, when you were going into the, the city, like, it was September or whatever, we're like, Emma's in New York. Like, she's going to see oh, Harry. Oh, no. I just travel there sometimes for fun. Okay. So cool. I, saw, I saw Harry Styles this year. Yeah. Um, well, it's, I've. Like, there are a lot of the same artists that I've been mm-hmm. listening to, like Fletcher. I've been listening to uh, Fletcher. Fletcher is going to come up eventually. She finally did. She finally comes up in conversation. Uh, I've been listening to Fletcher since 2017. Mm. And her music in specific, al- like alongside the Aces and Arctic Monkeys and like all the other groups that I like. There, like her music specifically has had a great impact on my life. <laughs> Very big. Well, that's good to know. And honestly, you are helping me understand more and more who Fletcher is. So maybe mm-hmm. for the general audience who might not understand, can we have like a brief? Okay, so I can tell. Yeah, I can tell. I can just give you the debrief of who she is. Okay, so she's her name's Carrie Fletcher. She's from the Jersey Shore. She Woo! was on. Yeah, she was on the <laughs> X Factor years ago when she was 17 and I had not known her but she was in the X Factor auditioned, got put in a girl group girl group kind of faded off 
Um, she went to NYU. And from there, she released her first EP, Finding Fletcher. We love a genius and a musical artist. Yeah. Wow. So on that EP, it was like her first her first solo music that was released mm. alongside like the group music she had from The X Factor. But that was her first like solo moment to shine. And one of the songs blew up in particular, which is one of the greatest or like one of the songs that had the greatest impact on her career and greatest impact on my life. Wow, that's that's really deep. But I think, um, you know, a lot of people have like that song that kind of like changed their life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the fact that like it's that particular artist for you and yeah. also took you <clears throat> 37 minutes to mention it. No, I'm 37. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, no, no. But I think, yeah, it does take a minute to break, work up to that because she has so much influence in your life. Yeah. Really so this song, I'll talk about it a little bit. This song is called Wasted Youth. And at the time, like the YouTuber, the like this song that changed your life. This is the song. This, this is the song this, that this changed your song. life. Wow. Okay. So this is about so, to get deep. Um, the same YouTuber that introduced me to the Aces was dating Fletcher at the time. None of us really knew that until the music video for this song came out. So I... I had not really, like, known who she was yet. I knew her EP was out, but I really didn't know who she was. So I know um, her and the YouTuber that she was dating share a birthday. So around the, like, March 19th time, there was a music video. I was sitting at home, like, scrolling through my phone and scrolling through YouTube, and it came up in my recommended. It was, like related to um her name is shannon like the youtuber the I like. her name is shannon. knows you it was like the algorithm <laughs> was like hey really this is recommended mm-hmm. i was like oh i had no idea so like three or four days ago it had come out so i was sitting there and i watched the music video and i don't know what it was but like that song and that video in particular just made something click within me at that time I was 13. Um, I had been severely closeted. So the music video showed the two of them just being, like it's about just just being yourself. The song is about being yourself and not being, not really having the fear to be yourself. And just, not to say waste the days away, but just don't be afraid to be out there and be yourself. And I remember like that message hitting me and that gave me, it sounds so stupid, but like that, it gave me the confidence boost I needed. I don't think that's stupid at all. I think we all sometimes are like in our own heads to the point where Mm -hmm. we can't see something unless it's from an outside source. And the fact that that's specifically for you. And I think everybody needs that moment of like that confidence or like being being secure in who you are and that who you are is enough, no matter who you are, your background. And so specifically for you, it's very interesting to see how that song did it for you. Mm -hmm. It, it had, that was the that was the song that like changed my life, definitely. Ah, I love that. And from there, um, like the Fletcher pipeline just began. That mm-hmm. was, I started listening to the EP on repeat, and a couple years later, 
uh, she announces she was signed by Capitol Records, one of the biggest record companies in the world. And she, like, makes the big announcement, a um, whole bunch of artists, like, congratulate her and everything. I remember all this happening. I, would, mm-hmm. I was on Instagram when it was happening. It was It was really cool. So she releases one of the songs that, like, fans before she got signed knew she had this song written. And we were just waiting for her to release it. So when she got signed, we are like, okay, like, Carrie, when are you going to release on Drunk? <laughs> and we were all waiting for it. And when she dropped the song in 2019, it blew up. And it was all over the radio. It was all over Z100. Like, I remember hearing it sitting in a car with three of my friends hearing it come on Z100 for the first time. I was like, no way, that's Fletcher. And from there, she released her EP, You Ruined New York City, for me. And she continued to release music. And a month ago, she released her album, her first album, um, Girl of My Dreams. And she's one of the artists that, like, I was talking about before with the Aces, like, was not afraid to be who she was. So she wrote about, like, relationships she's had with girls that has changed her life. Like, that's what You Were in New York City for me was about. And what this album is about, too. So she was one of the artists that just also gave me the confidence boost that I needed. Just don't be afraid to be yourself. And that's one thing that, like, I continue to fear. I'll talk about this a lot. But one of the things that I can, like, I continue to fear is what are people going to say? Like, what are people going to think? And that's why initially I just choose not to tell people and see where it goes because I just, I get so scared. And although, like, people throughout my life that I've met along the years, specifically my two best friends, coincidentally both named Lily. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing in the entire world. One I met in high school, the other one I met on Twitter in the pan- during the pandemic. And yes, a little odd, cir- like a little bit of an odd circumstance mm-hmm. how we met, but one of, like, they're my favorite people in the entire world. And both of them specifically have changed my life in that sense. They're like, don't be afraid to be who you are, be out there. And, yeah, they're they're two people I love. I don't know how I got onto talking about them. No, but, no, I love that. Um, one of them I met um, first day of high school, and I was sitting alone, and she came over and was like, hey, can I sit with you? And, of course, me being me, I was quiet until... She started talking about softball, and then I, like, apparently did not stop talking. That's exactly how she tells it. And from then on, we were best friends. Like, as crappy as situations might have been through the years, we we were just each other's favorite person. And we could not – like, I will always say to her, like, I – we couldn't get away from each other. Like, (laughs) I will always come back to you. You'll always come back to me. I don't know how it happens, but we just – we can't get away from each other. Um, So, yeah. yeah. Special friendships kind of can do that. And and the fact that you have somebody who is, like, 
a healthy friend and that is so supportive. I think that sometimes we undervalue friendships in the mm-hmm. way that they can really transform our lives. Yeah. Um, because oftentimes, like, in just, like, general media, so much mm-hmm. focus is on, like, romantic relationships and, yeah. and what it's like to be with a partner. But we oftentimes, like, forget about the other relationships we have, mm-hmm. like, with our family or even sometimes more powerfully are the people that we choose to surround yeah. ourselves with who are our friends. And I learned that, like, through the years that these two in specific, the other one I met during the pandemic. Pandemic was like a very big time of me sitting down. I literally a week before like the pandemic started and we went into lockdown, I had just gotten broken up with mm-hmm. by my first girlfriend. So I was heartbroken, like heartbroken, a wreck. And I decided to jump onto Twitter because I had just been getting, like, expanding new hobbies. I mean, who wasn't on Twitter during the pandemic? Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> but I had just been, like, expanding new hobbies, looking for things to do. Mm-hmm. And there was a tweet. It was, like, like this. And they were all over the place. It was, like, like this to be in a group chat for this specific thing. Yeah. So I did. And little did I know, never would have I expected this girl would become my best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, three years later, here we are. And like two years, was it two years? Two years, a little mm-hmm. over two years. Um, yeah, it's almost three years. Yeah, in, almost in three March. years. Here we are, and she has become my best friend. So we met. Wow. She was the admin of this group chat. Mm-hmm. She's the one that wrote that tweet that I liked, and we didn't really talk that much at first, but over um, time we started talking, yeah. and she's <laughs> she's one of my favorite people in the world we both have this weird thing we're like the same person it's so weird Mm. but we we're always in the same wavelength Mm -hmm. so whenever i text her what like something like i'm struggling going through it losing it she's like dude i was about to text you the same exact thing yeah so she just yeah yeah, i could could talk about that girl for hours (laughs) but we facetime like almost Uh every day Wow. I mean, that's incredible, like, the way Mm -hmm. that the internet works, because you were telling me she lives down in Georgia. She does. And, by the way, love it down there. I've been there once in my life, and just absolutely love it there. But the fact that you would have never otherwise crossed paths had you not Mm -hmm. had a common interest in the internet, and I know for, like, different, you know, people who don't feel like they fit in necessarily, and not saying that you are the person, but just, like, that people who come from, you know, I'm interested in this, that nobody I'm around in my small circle of high school weirdo people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. High school's weird. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. That was for me. <laughs> and too. the fact that you can find, like, online people who resonate with you and that mm-hmm. you're able to grow and connect with people in a different way is so special because it wasn't possible, like, 20 years ago. Yeah. And that's what one thing that I am thankful for, like, the internet today, because without it, I wouldn't have met her. Mm-hmm. And... Without it, you know, how would I have been able to stay connected with my friends that I made through the pandemic? Like, how could I have continued those friendships, yeah. found new ones? And even now being away from home, how are you able to connect with friends, family? Friends, family, family. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it, it can be a bad thing at times, but I, yeah. I try to view it as a good thing just because it helps me stay connected to people. Mm-hmm. But, like, all these things, like, in retrospect, like, all these different things, the people... Like, my music taste, my hobbies. As much as I still have the fear today that people are not... Like, I'm in constant constant anxiety. It's fine. I have, like, five more minutes. Constant anxiety, constant fear that people are not 
going to like me for who I am. That was a big fear coming to college. Like, is are people going to like me? People want to be friends with me. Yeah, and I think that's everybody to an extent. And the mm-hmm. fact that you're like the fact that you're saying this right now, I'm sure. Even if there's like five listeners, I'm sure at least one of those people can resonate with yeah. the fact of like not being like confidence mm-hmm. is something that is it's not just like you're not born with it. You have to like yeah. develop it and become like who you are. And I think everybody can resonate to agree with that. Like mm-hmm. thinking about what other people think about them. And something that helps me get through that. And I'm not trying to be an advice column because lord knows i don't have any advice but um it's the fact that like oftentimes people are so consumed with just like how other people perceive them that nobody's even thinking about anyone else yeah to the point where i realize that sometimes i'm like so consumed about what are people thinking about this and i'm like they're not they're not thinking at all they're thinking about what they think i think of them Mm. if that makes sense so it's just um it's like specifically my issue with openly liking women it's Mm -hmm. I was in serious fear that people would not accept it, like it, and just that's – I'm always in fear, like 24-7. But all of these things, all of the people I met, music, my hobbies, they all give me that little confidence boost I need just to keep going and just not be afraid to be out there, try different things, be myself. And it sounds really corny, but it's no, the but truth. It's, true. it's it the is. truth. Yeah. And I think it's really important for everybody to find those things that they, you know, like an outlet or something that they can just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to say resonate with again, but you know what I mean? Just like yeah. having something where you can connect and really feel like you can truly be yourself. And yeah. that way, when you have those communities, it's enabling you to do the same thing out in the real world where it's harder to do that. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Emma. One fifty. I have <laughs> class in ten minutes in Kenesha, so I know you want to just talk forever on your pal val. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I talk all day if I could. <laughs> I know, and I just want to say, like, I am so grateful for you coming on your podcast, my podcast, sharing yeah. your story and your music taste. I think it's very interesting. Oh, hopefully, we'll open the door for other people to sure, like experiment. Yeah. You know? Thank you for having me. Of course, fun. of course. And I'm sure, you know, people are going to be begging for you to come back. So. Oh, I'm sure. I hope so, at least. <laughs> <laughs> so you already know my favorite segment, which is not a psych major psychoanalysis, is going to be me. It's going to be very generous. Don't worry. You'll hear it later. Um, but I don't have any content for this segment. So I'm going to be psychoanalyzing you. So oh, why don't God. you kick it out of here? Oh, no. Go to class. What's your class? History. History. This class is so boring, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) She was hoping it was going to be canceled because of the Wi-Fi. I was hoping, but apparently not. Bye, girl. See ya. All right. So, for the rest of y'all, with the rest of our remainder of 10 minutes, we're going to do our Not a Psych Major Psychoanalysis, my absolute favorite segment. And I'm essentially going to be psychoanalyzing Emma just a little bit based off of this conversation. And I think, honestly, I don't really have that much depth to go into here i think it's just that you know we've learned that she's a genuine person she's not afraid to be who she is and she's not afraid to tell people what she really thinks and i think that's something that we really have to value more and not be afraid of what people think of us because in this world you know there's so much judgment and even if you think about cancel culture you say one thing at one time and you're you're written off for the you know eternity essentially um that's really scary and it's hard to you know in this age of the internet say something because you don't know how popular belief is going to change you know in years down the line or what people think so honestly i see a lot of of genuine um i guess genuineness or i don't know the right word but she's extremely genuine and 
really just offering who she is. And I think that's something that we can all take from this and, um, you know, really appreciate and try to implement in our own lives. Um, So, yeah, Um, I think what I'm going to do for the next couple of minutes to send Emma out before I close out the show is to play a song that she's asked me to. And it's called Feel by Fletcher who Emma had just mentioned was, you know, very influential into her life. And I think that if we listen to the song that she, you know, she says is so important, maybe we can get more of an idea of that. So enjoy listening to the song for the next three minutes. I remember that time when you took my hand Looked into my eyes, said I got you, darling Shivers up my spine and down my back Some assault inside my stomach You let the sparks fly high into the night And I tried to hold them I'm reeling in the ash and smoke Cause you came and broke my heart wide open So I Like it's medicine for the mind On to my tongue Oh, cause I still taste your love All in my bones Head to my toes Doing time Trying to heal Do anything So I don't But when I'm all in, I can't help but want it I hit and miss you on my lips So I numb your kiss with a gin and tonic So that was Feel by Fletcher. And thank you so much, Emma, for the recommendation. I hope you all enjoyed that. Um, Now I'm just going to take this opportunity to close out our show and and look ahead of saying that we have some more pals who want to come on. Um, Next week, we're going to have 
the person who created the name of this podcast, Ava, and also um, one of our very, very supportive listeners, Aaron. So if you're interested in hearing what they have to say, come on, listen again, Tuesdays, 1 to 2 p.m. as always. And just remember that if you're not scheduled to go in on the calendar, as far as you know, please let me know. All are welcome on this podcast. I want to hear what you have to say. Stories are meant to be told. Words matter. And I want you to be authentic, be your true selves, just like Emma was today. That was a beautiful episode. I really appreciate her really just coming on and sharing who she was. And I think that really gave us all a message of support going forward. So um, I just want to remind you all that you are beautiful, loved, amazing. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening. I'll give a shout out to Aaron, Alexa, Kylie, Ava. Thank you all so much for listening and texting me. Ella, Ella too. Oh my gosh. And um, anyone else who's listening that I didn't mention, thank you so, so much. I love you guys. Thank you for supporting me. This would not be possible without you and all of your encouragement. So again, have a wonderful day and the rest of your week. So bye for now, pals. It's Val signing off. Until next time. Bye.